Welcome to another edition of the Morning Devotional. My name is Pastor William Hill, the pastor of Providence Presbyterian Church located in Evansville, Indiana. Today is uh, Wednesday, October 18th, 2023. This is edition number 180 of season eight as we continue, actually today, complete uh, our study of the Westminster Confession of Faith. We're in chapter 33. I'll take up paragraph number three. It's the final paragraph of the confession in our uh, devotional uh, uh, today. Let's pray first. Our Father in heaven, as we come again to your word and we come to complete what is a, has been a very long uh, study of this historic document that has been very helpful to your people throughout many ages. We thank you for its summary. We thank you for the way in which it helps us further understand your uh, revelation, your word. We pray that as we complete this, that uh, it has not been just merely an exercise in filling our minds and knowledge, but we've gained much benefit from it, that we've uh, seen the confession uh, pastorally, we've seen it practically useful in our lives. We ask that you would help us uh, even now, we pray for Christ's sake. Amen. Well, as I mentioned, we are now in the final paragraph of um, the Westminster Confession of Faith. We're in chapter 33 of the Last Judgment, paragraph number 3. As Christ would have us to be certainly persuaded that there shall be a day of judgment, both to deter all men from sin and for the greater consolation of the godly in their adversity, so will he have that day unknown to men that they may shake off all carnal security and be always watchful, because they know not at what hour the Lord will come, and may be ever prepared to say, Come, Lord Jesus, come quickly. Amen. Well, as we approach this final paragraph of the Westminster Confession of Faith, we end in the really the final, the culmination of all of human history, and that is the day in which Christ will return, that day of judgment that is highlighted here in this Paragraph. We should be persuaded by this, and we are persuaded by this as those who know and love the Lord Jesus Christ, because the Word of God makes it quite clear that there is coming a day when the Savior will indeed return. I'm going to work backwards in this paragraph just to, to highlight for us a couple of passages that strengthen that assertion that is made by this final paragraph, uh, that Christ indeed is going to return on that great day. Matthew chapter 24, um, verse 36. But concerning that day and hour, no one uh, knows, not even the angels of heaven, nor the Son, but the Father only. And then verses 42 through 44. Therefore stay awake, for you do not know on what day your Lord is coming. But know this, that if the master of the house had known in what part of the night the thief was coming, he would have stayed awake and would not have let his house be broken into. Therefore, you also must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour you do not expect. I remember many times as a, as a boy, um, I would, my parents would leave the house. They would go somewhere, maybe out to dinner, shopping, you know, any number of various things, and they would leave uh, me and my brother there alone. And uh, as we would want, as we would do sometimes, you know, how kids are, um, we would engage in behavior in the house that uh, if our parents were there, we would probably not be doing. And, uh, but there was always that fear. There was always that, that sense in which mom and dad could pull up in the driveway at any moment and catch us red-handed and 
doing what we should not be doing. And that is one of the points here that this final paragraph makes. Christ has persuaded, we need to be persuaded that there shall be a day of judgment. Why? Both, both. there's two reasons, to deter all men from sin. That's the uh, example I gave there. My parents coming home catch us doing something we shouldn't do. We should always be mindful of the fact that the Lord could return at any moment. And what will he find you doing when he returns, but also on the more positive side and for the greater consolation of the godly in their adversity. I don't need to tell you that we live in a very difficult world. As Christians especially, we are pilgrims in this world. This is not our home, and we see much wrong in the world, sin, the misery of sin, the effects of sin all around us, the sin, sorrow, death, sadness, you know, difficulties in marriages, difficulties in relationships, many different issues that have fallen out because of, uh, of sin in this world. But this is not going to go on forever. There is coming a day when the Lord Jesus Christ will return, and, and that knowledge gives us consolation, it gives us hope, uh, gives hope to the godly even in the midst of their adversities of life. Second Peter chapter 3 Verse, um, verse number um, 11, since all these things are thus to be dissolved, what sort of people ought you to be in lives of holiness and godliness? And then verse 14, therefore, beloved, since you are waiting for these, be diligent to be found by him without spot or blemish and at peace. In other words, we are not, as Christians, we are not to uh, be fearful of the day of the Lord when he returns, but we are, should, we are to look with great hope. We are to look with great encouragement at the fact that the Lord Jesus is indeed going to return and put an end to all the miseries that we have experienced in this life, all of the different things that happen to us in the course of our day and the course of our weeks and months and years that we have lived and are living in this world. But that day is indeed, it is unknown, isn't it? We, we don't know. And those verses I read from Matthew 24 tell us that. We, we do not know the day in which the Lord comes. And so we should always be living every single moment of our lives um, with expectation that the Lord could return at any moment. The imminent return of Christ. He could return today. He could return tomorrow. It might be another thousand years. We don't know when it is, but we know it will be. And, if because, and because it could be, today, we should always be mindful of how we're living our lives, that we are ready for the day of the Lord and His coming, to always be watchful, as the paragraph tells us, because we don't know when that will be. But we should also, at the same time, always be praying, always be pleading, always be asking for the Lord to come, to even come quickly, Lord Jesus. At the end of our worship services at Providence, it's one of the, one of the last things that people will say after I pronounce the benediction. Uh, they will respond to the benediction, come quickly, Lord Jesus, amen. Because that is what the worship service teaches us. The worship service teaches us about that heavenly rest, the coming of the Lord, and that, that, that eternal rest that he has promised to us. And as we've been through that snapshot, as we've been through that very weak picture of that great day, we long then therefore at the end of our worship service for the fulfillment of that day which will last for all of eternity. And so the Lord will return. We don't know when, but we should always be watchful 
The Lord's going to return. It should give us hope and encouragement that this will not continue. The way things are today will not continue for eternity. We should always be prepared for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. Well, I trust these times have been helpful for you. Um, there is still one more edition of the season eight that I'm going to do. Uh, very much, it's just a summary of each chapter of the confession. Just going to run through very quickly, try to cover within 10 to 15 minutes all 33 chapters with a basic summary statement of each chapter. That will be in the Thursday edition. And so until uh, that edition, may the Lord help you today. May you walk according to his ways. God bless.